Well, welcome to Audio Advent Guide. This is a podcast of Christ Presbyterian Church of Santa Barbara, and it's made for Christians everywhere. So if you like it, please share it. This, um, this episode is a bonus episode. This is our uh, attempt at explaining some of what goes into the Advent podcast, what, we, uh, what Advent is, and, and what to expect in the guide. My name is Joshua Burdett. I'm the pastor of spiritual formation and counseling at Christ Presbyterian Church of Santa Barbara. I'm joined here by Katie. I'll let her introduce herself. Hey, yeah, I'm Katie Bagley, everybody. I'm the spiritual formation intern here at Christ Pres. Um, I'm a sophomore at Westmont. I'm a religious studies major and a writing minor. Great. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, one question I get for people who, you know, many people in our culture are not familiar with the liturgical calendar. They're not uh, familiar with shaping their year around the life of Christ. So for us in a secular world, um, Christmas often begins like like now, like after Halloween, people are playing Christmas music and putting up the trees. But um, that's not the way that Advent uh, and Christmas have always been celebrated. So what would you say, Katie, to someone who asks, like, well, what is Advent? Um, okay, so Advent generally is described as a period of waiting. It's around it's the first four weeks until Christmas, and a couple of facts about Advent. Um, Advent, the word comes from the Latin word Adventus, which means arrival, and this is referring to the arrival of Jesus Christ. Um, scholars talk about the beginning of Advent. They generally say that the roots of Advent can be traced to the Synod of Sargosa in 380 AD. That was where they took the week before Christmas to prepare their churches and spiritually for Christmas and kind of waiting for Jesus. Um, the way we see Advent now generally is described as being started with Pope Gregory I in Rome in about the 6th or 7th century. That's when he introduced the prayers, the antiphons, the psalm responses, and the themes that we see now in the church. He's generally held as responsible for that. Great. So Advent is a time of waiting. And I think most people, um, if you're like me, maybe you grew up with an Advent calendar. And for you, Advent meant I get chocolate. And, you know, I have to admit, I'm a parent. My kids are going to have an Advent calendar. To them, Advent means chocolate. Um, but it's not just that we're waiting for Christmas. That It's not just that Advent is a season um, of Christmas. It's actually a season unto itself, right? Yeah. So, great. <laughs> I love it when someone is there to just affirm what I say. That's yes, great. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so Advent, um, you know, in the liturgical calendar has this unique uh, period of waiting. And it's not that we go back and put our, ourselves um, into the, to the mindset of those uh, waiting for the, the Messiah, waiting for Jesus thousands of years ago. But we too are waiting for the coming. We too are waiting for the advent of Christ. We are waiting for Jesus to come and fully and finally defeat all our enemies, to um, bring his kingdom, to make all things new. And so Advent is a season that acknowledges um, that we uh, that the story is not over yet. We still haven't found what we're looking for. There's more to the story and Jesus is coming. So um, one of the ways I like to describe Advent is that Advent is actually a very disruptive season. 
it's disruptive because um, it, I think it disrupts the secular Christmas, which um, if, if you go out into, uh, if you go to a mall, if you go anywhere um, during the Christmas season, during December in America, you're going to find a lot of uh, lights and shiny, polished sort of things. It's really a season of sentimentality and nostalgia. You're trying to recreate a Christmas from your past, or you're trying to create a, a better Christmas um, for your children, or um, create some some sort of sentimental experience. And that's why our songs are all about you know ro- chestnuts roasting on the open fire, and um, and this sort of m- this jolly feel good sentimental holiday. And Advent actually disrupts that. It says, wait a minute, before. Um, you know, th- this is a dark time of year. This is um, the a time of the year when, the, in the northern hemisphere at least, the days are short, and um, and it's Advent is disruptive to that sentimentality because it reminds us that the world is not right, that families are broken, that when we go home for Christmas, we see the empty chairs of the people who have passed or the people who aren't there who are estranged. It's a lonely time of the year for a lot of people who have to answer questions from their family about why they haven't gotten married yet or um, go and spend time with family members that that they have had conflict with. And so Advent is actually reminding us um, that things are not the way they're supposed to be. Fleming Rutledge has this great collection of sermons um, in her book Advent, and, and one of them, I just love the title. She says, Advent begins in the dark. So Advent disrupts our secular Christmas season by telling us, hey, things are not actually as good as we're singing about. Um, but it also, um, it, well, let me just stop there. Does that, did I just depress you? Or is A that, little bit. Because sometimes like Advent can feel like, oh, this is, okay. Why aren't you singing Christmas songs? Mm-hmm. We should be singing Christmas songs. Um, well, but before it depresses you, let me also remind you that Advent is disruptive to the darkness as well. It is a reminder to us that light is coming, that Jesus is going to return. And so it's also a season of hope. And waiting always has to do with our desires. You wait for something that, um, that you desire that you don't yet have. And so it's pointing us to that day when all things will be made new. And it's reminding us that of where our hope is. And so those are some of the themes you'll expect in the passages that are selected. A lot of them are judgment passages, which I found is actually like one of the themes of Advent. Um, One of the original themes was death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And so you'll hear these passages asking for, for God to rend the heavens and come down because he alone can judge this world and make it right. So um, that's a little bit about like kind of the themes and the history of Advent. Um, what can we expect in this podcast? Yeah, in the podcast, so there's kind of going to be an outline here where we hear a call to worship first, kind of like how we hear in church, there's always a call to worship. And then we will have a scripture reading. Some of them are going to cover themes of judgment, like you said, or kind of waiting for the Messiah. Then we're going to actually have waiting prayers that we're going to pray afterwards, covering a couple of different topics um, that pretty much everybody can relate to. Not everybody, obviously, but most people. And then we'll just kind of have a time of reflecting on what we're waiting for and encouraging ourselves and reminding ourselves that 
Christ is coming again, and Advent is all about waiting in penitence and hope. Yes, yeah, so let, you know that those waiting prayers. Let me just say something about that. We have written uh, prayers of waiting because um, I've found in my own life that that I don't like to wait. And I have three young children who are all under five years old, and they do not like to wait at all. Waiting is not natural for us as human beings. We do not like it. So how am I supposed to bring God into this, this uh, into my impatience, into times of waiting? Um, I don't think I really know how. And so what I found in, in writing some of these prayers is that I haven't really given words to or even thought of praying um, in line when I'm waiting for my coffee and I'm watching people waste my time with their small talk and when they can't find the right amount of money to get, you know, to pay for their coffee or they can't decide, I find in myself um, a lot of my vices, a lot of my, uh, my, my worst self coming up. And it's over like having to wait for a couple of minutes extra for a cup of coffee. And so there's a prayer in here for waiting uh, in line at a coffee shop. There are some prayers that are for uh, very simple everyday things like waiting for traffic. Some of them are for deeper things like waiting for um, a spouse, waiting for death. Our lives are full of waiting. And it's my hope that through these prayers, not my hope is not that we will memorize these prayers and then like, oh yeah, when I'm in the coffee shop, I'm going to pray this prayer. But just that through hearing one prayer of waiting every day, it'll form our hearts to invite God into those moments of waiting. And then every, every day um, of the guide, there will be an Advent promise. And I think this is, um, you know, this is the good news is that the Bible ends with, with a redeemer who says i am coming and we pray come lord jesus come quickly amen and he says i am coming soon and so that's our hope this advent season i hope you use this podcast i hope it's a guide for you to spend time with the lord and to wait for him whatever that means Um, for you there will be times of waiting and times of silence to practice this is not an informational podcast but hopefully uh a a practice that will help you draw near to the Lord during this time. So I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. Um, And if you have any more questions, you can see our website, cpcsb.org. If you're in town in Santa Barbara, come join us. We're at 36 East Victoria and we worship at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Come find us. I won't say Merry Christmas. I will say... Happy Advent. Happy Advent. I think it's very, very, very hard to wait. Especially when you're waiting for something very nice. I think it's very, very, very hard to wait.